everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, Inside the Genie's Lamp. Uh, you may notice that I am already low on energy. So this podcast is going to be sponsored by the Spicy Cough. The spiciest of coughs. I don't actually have anything written down for this sponsor, but let's just wing it. The spiciest of coughs. Have you ever wanted to feel like absolute death for zero reason at all, and then three weeks after feeling like death for zero reason at all? You were just insanely tired and exhausted? Well, look no further than probably some kid at school who's bringing it home for a fucking playdate and doing stuff, and they're just fucking gross. That didn't go as well as I thought it would. <laughs> as you can tell, this is going to be a rather low energy episode. <clears throat> and you may hear me clearing my throat every now and then. Um, small update, I am recording this on the Monday that is the 28th. Normally I record two of my podcast episodes on the Wednesday on every, obviously every two weeks on a Wednesday and then backdate them and do all that stuff and get stuff ready. But, um, didn't have that because unfortunately that recording date fell last week where I was beyond sick, fevers, chills, nauseous. So I honestly thought I was going to pass out and throw up at the same time. And that was, that's, that's just not great for anybody. Haven't had that since I was like probably 22 in Mornington. Um, and that's just not what you want. Um, but anywho, we're soldiering on, we're getting this one done because I know you all need you fix the podcast or some shit. We need content, essentially. We've got to get the content out. Plus, the quicker that I can get back into a normal routine and hopefully getting my mind and body and things back into the state of, hey, you have to do shit, I'm hoping that will just rule out the, uh, the long-term COVID burn, as we're essentially just going to be calling it right now. And I need to adjust my camera. Yeah. Actually, will that work? That'll work. That'll be fine there. Alrighty, I need to turn this into a YouTube thing so that people can watch it. But anyway, not that I think anyone would watch it. Anyway, figuring it out. So, um, this one, you have seen the title, you know what we're talking about. I have, um, I don't exactly know what I'm even going to be calling this, but you've seen the title before I have, which is a fucking weird concept. Um, I have not had a client in five years that has lost all their weight, changed their life, and sustained all their weight loss by doing HIIT classes and focusing on cardio and essentially burning to earning, um, which is a weird concept that a lot of people are familiar with, but burn it to earn it is essentially just like a weird little catchphrase that I came up with that I think is beyond fucking toxic. Um, particularly people, if you have had eating disorders in the past or you just don't have the best relationship with food, if you are burning to earn it, then we need to fuck that off as quick as we can. So <clears throat> to put this in a little bit of perspective, every single client that I have in my philosophy is to get them in the gym, lifting heavy shit, building muscle. Not only do I like doing this because of the amount of physiological and mental benefits that it has, um, it's also going to increase confidence for people. I love getting people the results that they need in the gym. And then how does that translate to life. Like, what are you going to be doing outside the gym? So strength is just applicable fucking everywhere in life, really. If you're not strong, there's a whole lot of things that you can't do, such as carry grocery bags upstairs. That's going to be endurance. But if you don't have the strength to carry multiple bags at once, hey, that's why guys love fucking doing it in one trip, because we have shit to prove to, I have no idea, everyone in our life, proving that we're a man, that we can carry heavy things upstairs sometimes. But even then, Every single one of my clients has focused on building muscle, building strength, and 
essentially just becoming the strongest version of, the, of themselves physically, and I suppose also mentally as well. But the big thing is essentially just let's build muscle, let's build strength, and let's focus on that as best we can. The reason I like doing it is because we also get to build up our metabolism, and I'm going to explain how that works as well. Many of you may know this, but I'm just going to run through it anyway. So, I mean, my week off with COVID, which was last week, and holy shit, am I still feeling it. I am hot all the time. Um, more so than normal. Hands are constantly sweaty. It's not great. It's, it's like I'm running really hot, and I don't know, well, I know why, I just had fucking COVID. But I feel like it should just be over now, please. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. If you can take that away from me, that'd be amazing. But had a week off due to COVID. <clears throat> the spicy cough, as they say. Senor Spicy Tickle. And it did fuck all in relation to the scales. I mean, not that I barely, I barely use them anyway to begin with. I just go off how I feel. It did fuck all, I'm assuming, in terms of the scales. Yes, I've lost a little bit of muscle and definition. Um, or size, I should say. I feel like I just lost that week from just dehydration and everything. So even if I were on the scales, it would be what I call a false weight. Because it's not what I am. Because I'm dehydrated as shit. Um, but what I'm sort of looking at is not is not too bad. It's It's feeling pretty damn good at the moment. And... I suppose if I were in that mindset of I need to burn calories in order to earn calories, <clears throat> I'd be pretty fucked. I'd be um, feeling like absolute shit, but because I haven't been in that and I've been focused on strength and particularly getting back into it from COVID has just been essentially move my body and feel good. So because I've been focusing on building muscle for a while, it actually hasn't been that bad. I haven't focused on like, oh my God, you know, because... If someone was in this position where they were burning it in order to earn calories back, essentially, I'm, I haven't been relying on a hit session every single day to burn 500 calories. So in that sense, I don't feel as bad because I feel like I haven't been in that headspace like, oh my God, I have to earn my food. Or if I haven't done something this day, then I'm not allowed to eat particular foods. I've essentially just looked at it in terms of, well, if I'm going to be doing this in terms of like having a week off, I mean, not that I fucking decided to. Um, more forced to, but it was better for me mentally because I haven't had to focus on so much of, oh my God, I can't have this. I need to be lower calories. I need to drop my calories because everything is in. I've just gone on how I felt and how I've been needing to eat. Sometimes it's been a little bit of something. And then other times it's been, you know, I skipped dinner because I don't feel that great. But then, you know, essentially disordered eating, which isn't great, but then leaning into the, I don't feel guilty for having a big meal or something like that. I've just been leaning into the, how do I feel at the moment? Do I want to eat something? Do I want to do something about it? If the answer is yes, then I'm going to fucking do something about it. And because I haven't been in that headspace of, oh my God, I haven't done my hit session. I haven't burned these amount of calories today. Therefore, I can't eat my normal amount of calories. It's actually been pretty damn good for me. Because the fucked up thing about that is, even if you were doing that hit session, trying to burn 500 calories or whatever it is that you're burning to earn it, essentially... Burn it to earn it. Exercise activity, on average, accounts for about 5 to 10% of your total daily calories burned. The system that burns the most calories for you is this secret metabolic magic tissue that is in your body, that is on your body. 
and I'm pretty sure most of you know what it is, but just in case, let's go through this little scenario and have a little bit of a guessing game. <clears throat> Gotta clean my throat, apparently. Get ready for it. So when you consume calories, majority of the nutrients coming in go towards making sure that this magical being, this magical metabolic thing on our body is as satiated as possible while ensuring obviously that the other processes that are there, like the involuntary shit that is vital to keep us alive, like your brain operating your organs that we don't think about lungs, etc., the whole digestion thing, making sure that involuntary vital organs are being taken care of. And then apart from that, it goes into essentially everything else on the outside of that. Once obviously those organs are being taken care of, the rest of it goes towards this magical metabolic tissue, and it fills it up to the absolute brim, to its absolute capacity. And then once that's done, it goes to towards fat stores. There's obviously like a, a few more little processes that happen in between that, but essentially once this metabolic thing is absolutely filled to the brim, it will then go towards being digested and putting towards your fat stores is the most simplistic way I can try and put this because my brain is still absolutely reeling from spicy cough. So I'm not as detailed as I normally would be. So... What is this magical metabolic tissue and how do we get more of it? It's muscle. And we get it through strength training. We get it through stimulus to any amount of muscle. Regardless of if it's 30 reps or if it's 5 reps or whatever it is it's doing. As long as there is stimulus applied to the muscle, it will grow. Yes, you do need to... It's more optimal to supplement with high protein and the adequate amount of calories in order to make sure that you can recover and build the muscle. End of the day, it is going to be stimulus. It is going to build more muscle, which is going to be essentially this magical metabolic tissue that is on your body and within the body. The more metabolic tissue, the more muscle that we have on our body, the higher our metabolism is going to be. That's why people like The Rock can eat like 10,000 calories and be totally fine with not going over calories because most of it is just going to be going towards either maintaining the muscle mass that you currently have or towards building it. So that's why when a lot of my clients have high days or they go out on the weekend and have a social event or they just overindulge in calories and they don't track, they usually come back to it on Monday, either A, feeling still a little bit hungover, depending on how old they are, or they feel pretty damn good, maybe a little bit, a little bit bloated, a little bit little bit fluffy, whatever we want to, whatever word we want to put to it. But their workouts that week usually go pretty damn well because they've now got extra nutrients that are going towards fueling the fire of their workouts, hitting personal bests, and then essentially being able to move more when they get into the gym. It may not be, you know, the, the best thing in the world for us to be going on a fucking weekend warrior sort of calorie cycling diet because that's obviously not that great. It's not sustainable in the long run of over restricting during the week and then getting to the weekend and letting all your inhibitions go loose because that's kind of fucked but what it is going to do when we go over our calories is give us enough nutrients to build and repair the metabolic tissue that is in our body so that we can go to the gym so that we can keep focusing on building as much as possible without mentally burning out that's why i love giving people or at least telling people uh, or yeah, I'm going to say giving, giving them the advice that when they go over their calories or when they're going out with friends on the weekend to not track, just search for shit that is high protein and be as low calorie as possible with, you know, drinks and sides and entrees and desserts and stuff like that. Obviously, if the goal is weight loss, then otherwise, if it's not, then fucking, you know, go ham. But otherwise, 
be as lean as we can in the decisions that we're making, but don't regret any of the decisions that you're making either. Because we want to go there, we want to make memories, and we want to have fun. And if we are focusing on getting into the gym, building muscle, building strength, and just being an overall badass, the easiest thing that we can do is switch the mindset from, oh my God, I've put on whatever false weight that it's going to be from water retention, from shit food selection, from whatever it's going to be. You're going to weigh in Sunday, Monday, probably Tuesday as well, and be slightly higher on the scales. And you're going to be like, oh my God, I knew I shouldn't have done this and this and this and this. And if you're thinking about that in terms of confirming the negative, just don't jump on the scales. If you're jumping on the scales to confirm the negative of, oh my God, I wonder how much damage I've done, then don't do it. Why would you want to do it? Why would you, if you had $5,000 in the bank and you spent 10,000, why would you log into your bank every single day to look at negative 5,000 and just be like, oh my God, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I shouldn't have spent it. Next day, log in. Oh my God, now it's negative 4,500. I knew I shouldn't have done that. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Just move on from the situation and do as best as you can to save more money or to not even save more money. Because obviously if you just keep doing what you're doing in terms of your budget, it sounds like it's going to level out over time and it's going to get back to a positive balance at some stage obviously that was a pretty bad analogy in terms of in terms of how long it's going to take for you to get back to a positive balance because the body usually rectifies itself within the week within four or five days i'll find but we're building muscle we're building strength and it's essentially just fuel to the fire of the best workout of your absolute life so the week off for me didn't really do a whole lot in terms of ruining progress. And that's one of the things I wanted to get across today is that you can't really ruin your progress of weight loss or muscle gain or whatever other goal that you want to be doing. Everything, if you gave me any situation, I can almost guarantee that I can justify it in some way into the positive. As long as you have a decent lifestyle, doesn't even need to be good or great or anything like that. If you have a decent lifestyle of just going to the gym, and this is why I love preaching, go to the gym, lift heavy shit, focus on strength. Because if you do go over your calories, it's just going to go towards fueling your workout. Whereas if you're in the headspace of, I need to go to my hit session, or I need to go do a workout or a session or something like that to burn calories in order to earn the amount of calories that I have, you're going to be stuck in a very, very shit cycle. If you're in the burn it to earn it type of calorie cycling in, term, in terms of like your mindset and headspace, <clears throat> you're going to be in a never ending cycle of guilt, shame and calories. They're going to go up and down all the fucking time until you eventually mentally burn out and give up. Because who can think about calories for that long? Everything you do during the day, your priority is calories. Calories, calories, calories. How many calories did I burn? How many steps did I get in? Oh my God, awesome. If I hit all of these targets, that means I've earned this amount of food, which is beyond fucked. That's the worst thinking that we can do because your exercise activity, not including steps, that's classified as neat, which is non-exercise, oh my God, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, N-E-A-T. That's incidental exercise, essentially. My God, my brain is not with it. Whew. So exercise activity, like going to the gym or your hit sessions or anything like that, they account for five to 10% of your total daily energy expenditure or, you know, calories burned throughout the day, which is fuck all. So if you're in the headspace of earn it to burn it, you're essentially, or burn it to earn it, you're essentially looking at 10% of your diet and saying, I need to earn this last 10% of my diet. It's about it. Or you're going to be continuously trying to 
achieve the highest amount of calories burned during the session so that you can feel better about having higher amount of calories during the day. But if you calculate your calorie deficit or whatever it's going to be for you, and your calorie deficit is 500, and you go to the gym and you burn 500 calories, and you're like, oh, fantastic. Now I've got 1,000 calories. People potentially can be eating back the calories that they've burned. So if you go to the gym and you burn 500 calories, it's like, oh, yeah, awesome, sweet. I get to eat another 500 calories today. So when it gets to that, my God, my camera has the worst battery in the world. Jesus, that is fucking awful. Um, So when you're in that headspace of burn it to earn it, and you're eating back the calories that you have just burned, what are we really doing here? Are we like, because you could essentially just not have those 500 calories and then not go to the gym. Save yourself a fuckload of time. If we're using that logic of burn it to earn it, just don't go to the gym. Don't have 500 calories. Save yourself a lot of time. It's like, yeah, but I need that 500 calories because otherwise I'm so hungry or this, that or whatever. It's like, cool. So we need that for our mental health because obviously if you didn't have those amount of calories coming in, uh, you'd be pretty fucking hungry and you'd be stuck on the 1200 calories, right? But because we're burning 500 calories at the gym, now we get 1700 calories. So theoretically, we are eating 1200 calories. You've just replaced what you've burnt off because you've earned it, because you've burned it to earn it. Burned it to earned it. Wow, that is a sentence. Good one, Trav. You've burnt it to earn it. So we need to get out of that headspace as best that we can. And I've not had a client in five years change their life, their body, their weight, their mindset, their habits, behaviors, thought patterns, belief systems. They have not changed almost everything about themselves to become the person that they want to be by burning as many calories as possible when they're at the gym. They just haven't. It's just a matter of fact. Every single one of them that have sustained weight loss has focused on building strength and building muscle and applying as much stimulus to the muscle in a safe way. That's, that's the thing I'm going to say in a safe way, in a safe capacity. Because yes, you can build muscle during a hit class. You can do it. It's just that typically, and when I'm talking CrossFit and F45, when you go to do those classes, yeah, they're focused on let's burn as many, as, fuck me, let's burn as many calories as we can and get your heart rate up as high as we can and do this and do that and whatever it is. It's like, yeah, fantastic. Your conditioning is going to go through the roof. However... If we're starting to throw in weights into a high intensity class, which if your session lasts, for, if your fucking circuit lasts for 45 seconds and it's a circuit work, it's not high intensity, is it? No, it's moderate intensity. High inten- it, By very definition, it cannot be high intensity. It's fucking stupid. Because if you did high intensity, like actual definitive high intensity, you would not last more than 10 minutes. It would be it would be damn near impossible to last through an actual hit session. So we're actually talking about moderate intensity for a longer duration of time. So if we're talking fucking definitions, but people don't like talking definitions because it goes against what is being marketed towards them. And they feel, they feel like shit because they're like, Oh my God, that's not what I expected. That's wow. Holy shit. That's, that's a bit scummy. But you know, in terms of perceived exertion, yeah, it is, it is going to be high intensity. But anywho, when we're throwing weight around in these moderate intensity workout sessions or these high intensity workout sessions, we're doing it to exhaustion. We're doing it to failure, which isn't exactly safe. If you've got, if you're doing a deadlift, for example, 
and it's heavy and it's challenging you from the first within the first 10 15 seconds because i know most of them do like 45 seconds on 15 seconds off or like a minute on minute off or some shit i don't know i don't fucking know anymore they change it up every so often and head office just goes this would be fucking hilarious <laughs> and send it off to everybody that's doing it and be like hey if the person dies fantastic that's what we want uh but anywho if you're doing a deadlift and it's challenging you from the first five ten seconds doesn't really make sense that you would still be performing it as optimally as possible for the entire 45 seconds to a minute so therefore your form isn't going to be as great and the increased and the risk of injury is going to increase that's the main reason why i don't like doing these things form is never really on point because i'm pretty sure it's like one coach to 20 people or some some ridiculous ratio like that some of them do like one to five which is awesome that's probably the absolute most that it should be in my in my opinion of protecting people but you know what do i know um some people are like one to twenty others are one to five which is awesome if it's one to five fantastic no issue but if you're doing these types of workouts to exhaustion to absolute fatigue to holy shit i can't feel my arms or legs or anything like that you're not going to be as safe as possible in building muscle and lifting heavy shit because it's more to the timer and it's more to get in get your shit done get out that's it there's not a whole lot of whatever. It's just burn as many calories as you can. Here's your shit. Go do it. Oh my God, you hurt your back. Fantastic. We'd like to remind you that you signed a waiver. Fuck off. Come back when you're ready. Go see a physio. And you come back and they're like, wow, okay, good work. You've rehabbed it. Now we're going to go back to doing the exact same thing that injured you in the first place. And this time, just do it better. All right, here we go. And that's, <laughs> and that's essentially it. So... I can't remember how I got onto that subject now. Man, this is going to be a fucking week. This is going to be a week, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus. So the thing that I'm trying to get across is if you're in the mindset of burn it to earn it, it's not going to make a whole lot of sense when we're talking about how are you going to sustain this for the rest of your life? What happens if you get sick? What happens if you can't go to your, go to your workout? What happens if you cannot burn the calories that you want to be burning? What happens then? Do you get into an absolute head fuck because you haven't earned the calories that you're trying to eat most people say yes do you feel guilty for eating food when you haven't gone to the gym yes all of these things are more indicative of a larger cause of a larger root cause and issue that is happening we need to get to the middle of why do we feel like we need to burn it to earn it because we straight up fucking don't because your exercise accounts for at most 10 percent of your TDEE or your maintenance numbers or your total daily energy expenditure and most people when they're accounting for their calorie deficit they're taking and they're already accounting for the exercise they do so for example if you burn 2000 calories and that was your TDEE that is already including the steps that you do per day the workouts that you do every single day that is literally the definition of your maintenance calories accounting for any physical movement that you do Whereas most people go, okay, cool. So that's, that's my TDEE. That's my maintenance number. Awesome. Um, I'm going to take 500 off that, which is going to be 1500 calories. Fantastic. Amazing. <clears throat> and they're going to stick to that as best that they can. But then if they don't do their class or their whatever, where they burn X amount of calories, they're going to go, ah, oh, you know what? I didn't go to gym, didn't go to the class today and burn 350 calories. So I'm going to take those 350 calories off 1500. 
And then they've got, man, I should have picked a way fucking easier number for COVID brain. I don't know, 1250? 1150? Let's go 1150. That sounds about right. So now they're going to eat 1,150 calories or thereabouts. But the number of 1,500 was already accounted for with all of their physical activity. So even if you took a day away from that thing, you're looking at maybe like 10%. So your TDEE would have dropped from like 2,000 to 10% of that would be 1,800. And then here's a fucked up thing. 10% of 1,800 added back on is 1,980. So it's somewhere between that number of around about 1,800. Let's just say 1,800 to 1,850 to just give it a bit of a target. So even if you were in that headspace of burn it to earn it and you didn't work out that day, you would still be in a calorie deficit if you stuck at 1,500 because it's, it's more than just your workout. It's also your existence. It's also your fucking breathing rate. It's also the amount of metabolic tissue that you have on you in terms of your body fat percentage and the amount of muscle that you have on you. It's also accounting for the amount of steps that you do per day. If you fidget at your desk, how mentally demanding your job is. There are so many more variables that go into figuring out your TDEE than just, did I do a workout today? And if you're in the headspace of, I didn't do a workout today, therefore I don't deserve food. If you don't go to work, do you still deserve food? Think about all the steps that you do there. Think about how mentally demanding it is when you're there. Your brain takes up about 25% of your TDEE. So if you're not thinking as much, do you deserve the amount of calories? <gasps> now we're starting to get into the amount of other fucking variables that are going to be here. The, and the thing about it is it's not even anybody's fault. Anybody that's listening to this and they're like, wow, like you're either fucking upset about it or you're triggered or whatever the fuck is going on. It's not even your fault. It's just the way that the industry has been marketed towards you that, yeah, you can burn heaps of calories. If you can burn 2000 calories in a workout, Jesus Christ, think how much food you can have. And the people that do back to back fucking classes burning a thousand calories a day. What do you think is going to happen three, four days later? Oh my God, I'm so fucking hungry. Oh my God, I'm burning out. I'm so tired. Oh, I just don't, I don't get it. Everything's been the same. Everything may have been the same. You've just done more of it. So because it's the same, but it's more quantity, that means you should have been eating more. And now we're hitting that burnout. Hey, so now we're getting into the sustainability of it all, which is that's where the fucking sweet secret magic sauce comes from. And what I often teach people to do and how do we get there? So... God, my brain is hurting right now. It's just on fire. I cannot speak or think or do much of anything at the moment, but I'm going to try and get this up as quick as I can. But anywho. <clears throat> oh, so if you're a client of mine and you have a call with me this week, for the love of God, please, please be forgiving. It's going to be a week. It is going to be an absolute week. I can guarantee you that. Uh, but anywho, that's the reason why in the past... However long I've been doing this, I think like six, seven years, six, seven years in total. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Six to seven years in total that I've been preaching, we have to build as much muscle as possible because it raises our metabolism over time. And a lot of the people that you think are hashtag body goals or, oh my God, how gifted are they to look like that? A lot of the people that are typically body goals and whatever, typically have been at the gym for a really long time. I know a lot of people that are just starting to hit 21, 22, 23, 24, like early to mid 20s, and their body is now where they want it to be, and they started working out when they were 16. 
So it's not exactly, or they've been working out for like three, four, five years consistently because it's not what you do in the week that is going to set you up. It's what you do for a fucking year. It's what you do for the year after that and the year after that. It's how consistent can you be time and time and time again and not letting yourself get swayed by emotions in terms of, oh my God, I'm just going to give up because I went over my calories this week. Good. You probably fucking needed it anyway. Rest, recover, sleep, build your muscle through nutrition, and then get into the gym and tear that bitch down so that it can have a higher capacity to contain more calories so that you can go off and continue to do what you want. So that in one, two, three years from now, when you go out with friends or you do whatever, you do whatever the fuck you want to do in your life and you go over your calories, what do you think is going to happen? You'll be right back to where you were two days later because you've got the capacity to handle that amount of calories because you've been at the gym training so consistently for so long. So having a week off and having a day off, let alone, yeah, let alone a fucking day, I've just had a week off and I'm roughly where I am because I haven't focused on the burn it to earn it type of mentality. I mean, A, I haven't had much of a fucking appetite this week, but then also B, if I was in that headspace, I'd be feeling like absolute shit and I'd most likely not give my body what it needs in order to repair and get to back in rhythm with life. And then I would have just been fucking sending myself down a spiral hole of nothingness. So, yeah. Alrighty, I'm going to leave it there because my brain is yelling at me that I need to stop talking. So, I'll speak to you all later. Have an amazing week. And, yeah, have a time, everybody. <laughs>